Take our Bibles and open quickly into the Bible, uh, uh, the book of uh, Psalms 34 and verse 19. Now, I want us to read this scripture as it carries the seventh way which God would use on worth transfer. There is a seventh way that God would use on wealth transfer. We did supernatural, where God would do things supernaturally, and some people would wake up millionaires. Do you know the meaning of supernatural? Do you know the meaning of supernatural? It means it's superhuman, supernature. It is beyond nature, unexplainable. You can't understand it. You can't define it. You can't tell it. It is so supernatural. It is superior to nature. Mary slept with the food in her stomach and woke up in the morning with a baby. Oh, you didn't hear what I'm saying. That was supernatural. A virgin is pregnant. Supernatural. So, God will do so many supernatural wonders through people who are completely nobodies. And one day you'll wake up with an idea that will change you completely. There'll be supernatural things God will do as a way. This is not preaching. It's a prophecy. And I keep on telling you, I'm not a pastor. I'm not. I'm not here preaching. This is not a sermon. It isn't. People may preach about where they transfer. I'm not preaching. I'm telling you what's going to happen. And this will be done in the name of Jesus. There's going to be people who God will just shock them. They will wake up in the morning. Their business start moving. Their things start getting well. Supernatural things will begin to happen. And they will not understand because God has decided to use supernatural activities as one of the seven ways of bringing worth transfer to his people. If you believe, raise your hand as I receive it. And number two, God will use divine distributions. Hey, I told you, I said God decided to distribute land to Abraham. Can you imagine the calling of Abraham? He wasn't called to go and pulpit and preach. The calling of Abraham is not for somebody to be saved. He was called to be given a land. In, come on, are you understanding that? He was called to be given what? Did you understand that? God said, Abraham, leave your father and your to a land that I will show you. And then God makes a promise and vows and swears that I will surely give this land to Abraham and to the descendants. Can you imagine when God can just decide one day to make a divine distribution? To distribute the land to you. Just to decide to give you a bank. Are you understand what I'm saying? Say divine distributions. You will sleep a poor man. You wake up a millionaire. Hey, hey, hey. You did hear me you just said. You sleep a poor woman and you wake up a millionaire. And you will know that I am the Lord. Have you, have you, seen, have you seen the Bible? When God is saying that and you will know that I am God. He was attaching that to prosperity. He will say and you will eat. And be satisfied. You will eat in plenty. Then he will say, and you will know that I am the Lord. Wherever God is promising prosperity, he will add the word, and you will know I am the Lord. So if you really want God to do it, you must be a person with a mentality that if he blesses you, you will remember and know 
that he is God. But if it will make you forget that he is God, he will never do it to you. A miracle that God will do on prosperity, it, it will make you or it must make you remember and you know that he is the Lord. If it will make you forget, you won't see it. I can promise you. And the Bible says that my people shall never be put to shame. If you check the Bible, it's full of divine distributions. God distributing things to his people. The whole book, from Genesis to Revelation, it is God distributing things to people. It's either victory, it's either a child, it's either land, it's either healing. Divine distributions. It is a way God will use. He will just distribute to you. You wake up in the morning, God says, I'm giving you this. Imagine Abraham, God says, I'm giving you land. God gave him land. Another day, he wake up in the morning, God says, I'm giving you a child. As he's still thinking about the child, God says, I'm giving you the whole world. Distributions in the life of Abraham never ceased. He goes to Egypt, he's given wealth. He becomes rich in silver and gold. His son Isaac, the Bible says, a man waxed great. Then he says, and he became wealthy. Then it continues, for God was with him. For God was with him. He became extremely wealthy. For God was with him. Are you understanding that? So, so divine distributions. There will be divine distributions. Where people will just wake up and God will just give them this, give them this. Some will come like ideas. Some, some of you, you will receive divine ideas as a distribution. It will turn your whole life around. Some of you do just be a job. You wake up in the morning of a job. You, even, you never even applied. Are you understand what I'm saying? You sit in a meeting, you don't even know where to start from. How many times we've been, we've been getting people like that. So many people who come to me and say, Papa, I, I, I got a contract, but I have no idea. What are you talking about? It's like $20 million and I have no idea. I'm like, oh, so find one person who has an idea and hire the person. Okay, my father, okay, my father. Divine distributions. A contract to supply jet fuel. You don't even have an idea where to take it from. Jet fuel, me. <laughs> jet fuel, me. How? <laughs> you don't even know where to get it from. You don't even know anyone. He says, I'm talking. Someone is receiving right now. I'm telling you, somebody right this minute is getting it. Divine distributions. People will be distributed contracts, projects. So divine distributions. God has it. Trust you me. You, you check in your Bible, it's full of divine distributions. Nehemiah woke up in the morning with a serious shock of his life. When the king said, come over here. He was just a servant. Come over here. And he goes there and the king says, from now onwards, I want to supply you with anything you need. To rebuild the walls of your city. He says, huh? He never worked for it. And he was given plus soldiers plus a convoy. 
on top of that, a diplomatic document. A man became a diplomat. You will not be stopped anywhere from where he was, from the country where he was. He was told that he will give you a document that will allow you not to be stopped anywhere. The man received diplomatic privileges. As a status. God gave him as a distribution. Changed his status. And gave him a diplomatic status. A man who was a worker. God is not James. Am I talking to somebody here? It's a divine distributions. So when people tell you that God, all, all he knows is salvation, they are wrong. They are lying to you. I have heard people like, no, preach salvation as if God, all what he knows is salvation. They are lying to you. They are lying to you when they are telling you that I tell people salvation. It's like they are saying that all what Jesus knew was to die on the cross. They forget that he multiplied the fish. I didn't hear me. He also knows how to multiply fish. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> it's not only on the cross he knows. He also knows how to multiply bread. He knows how to put money in the mouth of a fish. And tell Peter, go and fish it. And when Peter went and fished, the Bible says, and when he opened the mouth of the fish, there was money. He knows how to do it. He knows how to say to the dead, come back to life. It is not only salvation he knows. Am I talking to somebody here? My God. He knows how to walk on water. He does not only know how to die on the cross and resurrect. He also knows how to set somebody free from demons. Are you understanding what I'm saying to you? He knows how to set free a young man with a spirit of infirmity. And he knows when storms are blowing how to stop them. Receive. Are you understanding what we're talking about? So there will be divine distributions. Because I'm teaching you, this is not a gospel for the church. It's for an individual. Do you understand what I'm saying? I'm telling you how God will do it in your personal life. There are seven ways how God will be doing through you. What you'll be doing around number one, supernatural. Some of the things you don't have to understand. They will just happen in a way of shock. You'll wake up in the morning, you're getting a call, boom, a transaction is happening, you're a millionaire. Because it will be a divine, it will be a supernatural way of giving you a wealthy transfer. Number two, there will be divine distributions where God will wake up and say, hey, I want you to have this. I want you to get there. I want you to have that. I want you to, and God will do this to his church, to his people. Am I talking to you? Am I speaking to you? God said, every, every place you shall step your feet, it shall be given to you. God loves distributions. You don't understand it. I'm seeing you, wherever you are, I'm seeing you. Your story changing. And number three, God will release power in Deuteronomy 
In Deuteronomy 8, verse 18, the Bible says, Remember that it is the Lord your God that gives you power to get worth. Yeah? There is a power that helps a person to get wealth. And that power is missing in so many people. But the Bible says God, he has the ability to give that power to people to get wealth. What is that power? It is a power of a blessing. Oh, did you hear that? It is a power of a what? The Bible says, God said to Abraham, he said, Abraham, leave your father and mom to a place of what? I will show you. He says, they, I will make you what? I will make you great. Now, hear this. And the Bible says, and the Lord blessed him. Do you understand? God blessed Abraham. That's the power of a blessing. In Genesis 9, God looks at Noah. When the whole world was destroyed and everything was gone with water. And the Bible says that God blessed Noah. And he said, be fruitful. Replenish the earth. Multiply and subdue. In Genesis 1, verse 28. Even verse 26. And God blessed them. And he said, be fruitful. And they multiply. Subdue. You cannot multiply in any form. Financially, you can't without a blessing. That's what the Bible said. God blessed them and he said they multiply. Without a blessing, you cannot multiply. Without a blessing, you cannot subdue. To subdue means to take over. You can't. Your business can't. You need a blessing. So a blessing is the power. Remember, the Bible doesn't say blessings. There's a difference between a blessing and the blessings. A blessing is what comes from God. Blessings are the beneficiaries. What you now receive are called blessings from God. A blessing is what God gives you. Are you here? So the word blessing is the word balach. In Hebrew, which means to bow, to honor, to respect, to look upon with fear. It means to lie down, to praise. So when God blessed, it's the same blessing which we use to bless his holy name. Now when God uses it on you, and when God bless you, what does that mean? It means that he has put a mark on you that people, when they look at you, they will honor you. When the people look at you, they will worship you. People will bow before you. People will say, wow. The same blessing we bless his holy name. Are you understanding? It's the power. When he says, remember, it is the who gives you power. That word power is the word blessing. Barak. To get worth. Barak. That's when the book of Malachi 3, it says, if you bring the whole tithe uh -huh, in the house of the Lord, uh -huh, I will give you a blessing. I want you to Not blessings. I will give you a blessing. All right? 
says, bring all the tithes to the storehouse, in the storehouse, that there may be food in my house. And try me now, and they say, the Lord of hosts, if I will not open for you the windows of heaven and pour out for you such blessing. So what God will pour out is a blessing, not money. What God will give you is not money. He gives you a blessing. That blessing, it is the word balach. It's the same word power, which helps people to get wealth. You hear that? So what God will give? Power. So you wake up in the morning, people just look upon you with a certain, you know, respect, honor, favor. Talk about it. No, give him. Everybody be like, no, 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 no. This one. Some say Barak. So God will release a blessing. You know how? You know what I'm telling you now? Someone will just think like, you know what? We need to involve this woman. We need to do this project with him. People just, you know, it's a blessing, Barak. Until today, if you're doing a project and then someone tells you to say, and uh, there is a Jew. Until today, the moment you hear that there's a man from Israel, he wants to buy this, you think this one is real. Until today, if you just hear a Jew is involved from Israel, you know it's real. People run up and down. You say, what? He says, from Israel. He's coming tomorrow. He says, he's interested in this. You know it's real. Why? God said he blessed them. And it's what many people in church are lacking. And they pray, you can pray in tongues the whole night. Man will not come. Man does not listen to prayer. Man listens to covenants. I'm telling you. Man doesn't listen to prayer. Nobody should lie to you that we are praying for money to come. Money listens to covenants. Believe it or not. Money listens to covenants. This is why many prayerful people are broke people. And it's not nice to be prayerful and to be broke. I'm telling you. Imagine after speaking in tongues and go home, there's no money. I went through it. It's so painful. Imagine speaking in tongues. You're checking your account like this. Negative. This story is changing. Am I lying? Am I lying? Imagine speaking in tongues. Not just in tongues, but in tongues of angels. And it's changing into tongues of fire. <laughs> and you move from tongues of fire, you go to another realm. Tongues of Abraham. <laughs> and you check your account. <laughs> the account is not speaking in tongues. The account is speaking your mother's language. I'm telling you, it is stopping in the name of Jesus. Are you following? 
divine distributions, power to get worth. This power is needed. You need the power of a blessing. Money doesn't listen to prayer. It listens to what? To covenants. That's why that blessing is important because that blessing becomes your covenant. That's why blessing is important because man doesn't listen. That's why all these people doing wicked things, they go into demonic covenants for money. They make demonic covenants. You cannot withdraw money from your account without a covenant. There must be a signature. Do you know the meaning of a signature? It's to sign. You have to sign. There's no money being moving from one end to another end without a covenant. You must sign. There must, it even goes to a level where you must put, they must put a stamp. It even gets where sometimes they may even want you to put your finger, but there must be a covenant. You can't move. Yet it's your own money. Money doesn't listen to prayer. That's why many prayer people are broke because they do not know how to use their own covenant, which God gave us. The Bible says he became poor so that through his poverty we may become rich. And the church is not provoking that. So if you read the Bible, it says bring your whole tithe so that you may not lack. You must at least do a certain covenant for money to come. It says bring your whole tithe and see if I will not open. There must be some covenant. That's why God will give you power. That power, there's the word Barak, which is a blessing, which is the covenant. You cannot make it without a covenant. So we have people in the church like, ah, we're praying for money, and the money is missing. Man doesn't listen to any, anything apart from covenants. As we speak right now, they have to put passwords, codes, for money. It's always encrypted because it's a covenant thing. So you have even to open an account, escrow accounts, where another person must be involved, another one must be involved, and two of you, you cannot withdraw money with the signatures of two. Are you understanding? Oh, yes. <sighs> so you get power. And number five, oh, number one, supernatural. Two, divine distributions. Three, power. And number four, God will convert people who are billionaires. He will just convert them and they'll become Christians. Born against, spirit-filled as a way of wealth transfer. Billionaires who money now is outside the church. They just wake up in the morning and since study the church. You'll be so shocked to hear that that guy, you know, that billionaire. People are saying now that they saw him in, in Malawi. On the prophetic channel. Yeah. What do you mean? You know he's the son of Papa now. Oh, yeah. You will see is coming to church. <laughs> you will be your brother in Christ. <laughs> so receive. You will see this happening. Amen. Why would God convert billionaires into the church? You will see. For the sake of the kingdom. And when they come into churches. Whichever churches they will be attached to. Then those churches they will begin to employ people. Give contracts, work, Amen. do projects Amen. with the people within Amen. the churches, Amen. and you will see this happening. Amen. And number five, God will use the real anointing, not fake. People have got fake anointing. 
Jesus said that day, for you to know that Christ is about to come, that I'm about to come, you shall see people using fake anointing. Fake anointing. The word anointing in there is the word what? Christos or Chiro. It is also the word Memshak. The word anointing has got different meanings. People just think anointing, the word anointing is uh, the spirit. When God's anointing. No, it doesn't mean that. There are different meanings in the Bible for the word anointing and they are used for different purposes. Okay? Christos. It is the anointing that is used for spiritual gifts. It is also known as charismata. For the gifts of charisma, speaking in tongues, praying, anything that is spiritual, charismata, Christos. It is not the word Christ as a surname for Jesus. The word Jesus Christ means Jesus the anointed. The word Christ does not mean a surname. It's not a name. It comes from the word Christos, which means the anointed one. So when he said many false Christs shall come, he was saying many false anointed ones shall come. How do you know you are false? You have a fake anointing. I told you that the first thing you know that this is a real anointing, it does not work. Simple. It doesn't work. In 1 John 2, 27, it says, but you have received the anointing. And the anointing you have is the real anointing and not counterfeit. You following that? So there's the real anointing. Real. Real anointing, which you need. When you see that it's not working, don't force things. Go into prayer. Go into fasting. Go into worship. Put on the new anointing that works. Because the anointing does not fail. Am I talking to you? Imagine you have anointing and you pray, nothing is changing. You do this, nothing is changing. You try this, nothing is changing. You do this, nothing. Then what, what type of anointing do you have? The real anointing works. If I say now, you can even see now, if I can just say, now, people with your phones that are not working, I command your phone begin to work. You will see. People say, ah, my phone is working. Your wristwatch, that is not working. Begin to work. It will begin to work. Because the anointing is not fake. When we speak, things must respond. Now, if they may say, right this minute, I pray, let this begin to happen. It will begin to happen because the anointing is not fake. That's why people begin to confuse us. to say, they are fake. Because they have seen that their own anointing doesn't work. And they think everyone else doesn't work. It's not like that, sir. It works. Do you understand what I'm saying? Imagine when the first man to be called that he's fake was Jesus. And the guess who called him fake? His own disciples. When they saw the level of a miracle, they said, no, 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 no. no. He can't walk on water. He's a ghost. They said, if, you, if it's you, I must also walk. There are some miracles the world can't understand them. They are, this is fake. But who cares? Receive your miracle tonight. Are you understanding? Yes. Understand it? So, the real anointing will be poured upon the church and this real anointing, when the church prays, God will be answering. When the church speaks, reactions will be happening. When you say, I need this to happen, it will be happening. 
Receive in the name of Jesus. It will be poured. The real anointing will be given to people in the season. I'm talking to you. Number six, God will do supernatural exchanges. What was supposed to go to sinners will come to you. What was supposed to go to some people in Iraq will come into your house. <laughs> there will be supernatural what? Hands will cross. You will see that your boss will become your servant and you become their boss. God did it. I'm telling you. The only thing he knows is not only salvation. He knows beyond that. He did with, with, with uh, uh, a man by the name Joseph. He was just a servant. And he became a boss. He became a prime minister. Do you understand? Mordecai. He was a gate man. He became a boss. And Haman, who wanted Mordecai to be killed, is the one who was killed. Am I talking to somebody here? You see, I want you to start uh, training how to live like a billionaire. You'll be taken by surprise and you won't even know how to behave. Receive in the name of Jesus. Start training now. <laughs> Do you hear me? <laughs> Start training now. Start training. You think I'm joking, eh? You'll be taken by surprise. Are you hearing me, sir? You'll be taken by surprise. Are you here? How are you hearing me? Somebody say, I'm hearing prophet. Number seven, God will use financial deliverance. Somebody say financial deliverance. Did I say spiritual deliverance? No. All right, you have to know there are different types of deliverance. There is what is known as family deliverance. There is spiritual de deliverance. This one, God delivers you from spiritual problems. Okay? Like demons. And this one has got two types of spiritual deliverance. There is what is known as, as the within deliverance and an outside deliverance. A within deliverance is when you are possessed. A spirit of darkness is in you. So we command it to live. But sometimes you may not have a demon in you. You may have a demon outside you. Affecting your outside, influencing your outside. At this juncture, we do not cast it out. It's already out. We just bind it. Because it may be causing financial problems. It may be causing uh, people to hate you, to reject you. It may stir up confusions. It is operating from outside. When it's within, it wants to deal with you inside. It may cause diseases, not fearing God. It may cause a lot of things within you. Doubt. You begin to doubt God, doubt the prophetic. You doubt everything. You begin to doubt. The demons are inside you. But when they're outside, they cause problems. Like with Paul. Paul was anointed. There was no demons inside of him. But the Bible says, and Satan stopped us. Where was he? He was outside. 
So he can even stop you. He can stop your project. He can stop what you're doing. So we have many people right now who they are facing situations. Financial situations. Their school is supposed to help them solve their problems because they are educated. And some people with their education, they are solving their problems and they are fine. But with you, even your school cannot solve it. Because it is not something to do with academics. It's beyond academia. It is a spiritual issue that Satan wants to stop you from progressing financially. And this is a group that God has to deliver them as one way to release wealthy transfer to them. Not even their business can help them. Even if you give them money today, this is the money, even if it's a lot of money, trust you me, in four months they are back to square one. Because the even money cannot solve. Money cannot help them. Their problem is too spiritual. It is too deep that even if they have money, even capital, they go back into loans and debts. And they took a loan properly. They had an idea. Everything was okay. Despite the loan, the money they took, they are back into debts. Why? Because there is a spirit that is working behind to stop them. And God will use deliverance as a way, as a weapon. I'm talking to somebody here. To deliver his people so that they can receive their wealth. There are people who hands, their hands are cursed. Whatever they touch, nothing works. They do business, they do nothing is working. And we can't be saying, I receive wealth transfer with such hands. You're joking. God has to make your hands innocent. You're joking. You are joking. I'm telling you, you are joking. Money does not listen to prayer, it listens to covenants. So, so what will happen? What will happen is God will set people free from such. Until Paul said, he, he, he realized that this is so spiritual and deep. So Paul said, pray for us. Better adventure. If God wills, pray for us. When he went to Ephesus to preach, <laughs> he didn't even stay five days. He was kicked out. The Bible says there was a stir. People were provoked to rise against him. Do you understand that? It says people were provoked. And nobody says, and the Bible doesn't say what made people to be provoked. It says, and the people were stirred up. To rise against Paul. We don't want you here. Get out. Get out. Get out. In five days, the man had to leave. In Ephesus, which is Ephesians. When he went back home, he wrote a letter to the believers there. That what was happening there, we were not fighting against flesh and blood. Those people, they are not humans. We are fighting. We were fighting against powers. And, and he wrote this letter to the believers in Ephesus. In Ephesians, where he was kicked out. He said, those were powers and principalities. He was kicked out from ministry. So you must understand that there are people who are kicked out of their 
prosperity, kicked out of their financial promise, kicked out of their money, kicked out of their projects, kicked out of their miracles. So you need to know that you need deliverance against such spirits. And God will use deliverance to make his people receive what they're supposed to receive. In the book of Psalm 34 verse 19, let's read that. Now that's where you understand what I'm talking about. It says what? It says Psalm 34 19. Many are the afflictions of the righteous, but the Lord delivers him out of them all. NIV. The righteous person may have many troubles, but the Lord delivers him from them all. Did you hear the word deliverance? Did you hear from demons? Is it from demons? That deliverance is not from demons. It is from troubles. Troubles. If you have got a debt, it's your trouble. Some people right now, their trouble is their financial debts they have. Some people, they have not paid fees for their children. Some people, they have not even paid rent. All these are troubles. And the Bible says, and God can deliver people from their troubles. So this deliverance has nothing to do with the spiritual issues. It's not demons. Troubles. I pray that you receive your deliverance. I, I said I pray that you receive your deliverance in the name of Jesus. Hear this. Many afflictions, troubles. In the book of Psalm 107 verse 6. Can you read it for me? Then they cried out to the Lord in their trouble. And he delivered them from their distress. Do you hear that? Then they cried out to the Lord, way In their trouble. In their trouble. And he delivered them not, from their distress. Not in their spiritual affliction. In their trouble. What are your troubles? God will deliver you out of them. So this has nothing to do with spiritual deliverance. That's why people are like, I don't believe in deliverance. I have no demons. What are you talking about? Do you know the meaning of deliverance? It is simply a word that means rescue. Why are you making it a big issue? It means to rescue. As in removing a bed from a snare that has been trapped. As in breaking the net and removing the fish. So people have this mindset of deliverance. They only think ah, it means demons. No. 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 Deliverance could be actually it's very complex. It means it could be spiritual. Well, you may be having a spiritual problem. It may also be God setting you free from trouble. You tell me, okay, you tell me when God was delivering people out of Egypt, were they having demons? That was not a spiritual deliverance. That's another type of deliverance. You understand that? Get it right. That was deliverance from people. That's another type of deliverance. Apart from trouble, you have deliverance from what? 
demons and devils from what? Can you re read it for me? Um, Psalm 32, verse 7. Psalm 32, verse 7. You are my hiding place. You will protect me from trouble and surround me with the songs of deliverance. So that is trouble. Okay? That's deliverance from trouble. So you may have trouble, and this could be financial trouble. And God can set you free from any financial trouble. That is not deliverance from demons. No. All right? We have another deliverance. Where God can set you free from people. Wicked people. In Psalms 18:43, God, I mean David talks about this deliverance that you delivered me from wicked people, from the house of bad men. The ones you can even read it. You have delivered me from what? Psalms 18:43. You have delivered me from the attacks of the people. Exactly. So that deliverance is from people, not demons. It says, you have delivered me from the attacks of the people. So God can deliver you from, it does not mean that you have got demons, no. This one is from attacks of people. At workplace, could be your boss, your workmate, it could be some people, jealousy people. These are attacks of people. But we are dealing here, let, let me not even teach about it. What we are teaching here, let me focus on it, is deliverance from trouble, financial deliverance. What is troubling you now? Okay, that's a financial issue. So God would deliver people and they'll be so shocked when that situation is out. Boom! You find yourself walking in your financial freedom and your financial liberty. I'm not talking to somebody right here. There are people right now, the enemy is hoarding their money, is hoarding their breakthrough, is hoarding their finances. But we say God will bring deliverance from your trouble and you shall testify. Somebody shall receive in the name of Jesus.